0: Preschoolers don't really come with a manual, do they? You want to spend your day helping them grow and enjoying the magic of learning through the eyes of a preschooler. You also want to help them deal with all the big feelings that come with being three or four, but real talk, you don't have a lot of time. We need to prep for the day with confidence and ditch the stress that sometimes comes along the way. I got you. Welcome to the Preschool Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Chantel a kinder teacher turned curriculum designer, and preschool consultant. And I'm here to help you make this school year the best one yet. Let's get to the show. Are you thinking, just got a new class list? Now what? What do I do first? Listen, don't stress that to-do list because the truth is, it'll still be there when you get back. But I do have some tips for you that I think will really help you get your tasks prioritized and keep your overwhelm down to a speck of dust. That one's for all the Horton Here's a who fans. Hey, hey, friend, you're listening to episode five, and we've got quite an exciting episode lined up for you. We're talking about what to do with your new class list, how to get your curriculum and lesson planning done stress-free, and a little advice for all the preschool teachers getting a new class list this back-to-school season. Speaking of back-to-school, If you're looking to get your littles ready for kindergarten soon, I have just the kinder readiness checklist you need in the show notes that is perfect for knowing exactly what they need help with so you can prepare them for an amazing kinder year. All right, let's get to it. So you've got a new class list. The first thing you need to do is take a deep breath and get excited about the fresh start ahead. You may notice the number of students that you have. It could seem low in the beginning of the year, but expect to get new students throughout the year. This is very common practice, especially for preschool, kinder, and even first grade. It definitely should not pass district or state regulations, so if you notice that your class list has maybe a bit too many students in it, go see your administrators right away. These lists should be curated with a good mix between girls and boys, demographics, and documented special needs unless you specifically teach a special education class. Then, you want to carefully review your class list to familiarize yourself with your children's names, their ages, and any specific needs or accommodations they may have. This will really help you get a sense of each child's individuality even before the school year begins. Imagine how impressed the parents will be. The next step is to connect with the families of the children on your list. You can reach out to each family to introduce yourself, maybe welcome them to the preschool community, or just gather any additional information that might be helpful for you to know about their child. It's crucial to establish a positive and supportive relationship with the parents or guardians right from the start. This will really set the tone for all future conversations with them throughout the school year. Building that rapport with families is everything. This is a lesson I learned in my very first year teaching. My co-teacher already had 35 years of experience in the classroom, and she had me sit in on her meetings with parents, so I can see how she modeled a parent-teacher conference, a not-so-great phone call, and even a meeting with the administrative team. You know what else you can do that will really set you up for success? planning a back-to-school event, or maybe an orientation for the families. Now, I know this may seem like it'll take all this extra time, but chances are your school will already host an event like this. All you have to do is show up, allow the parents to meet you or the other teachers, and invite them to familiarize themselves with the preschool environment. It's also an opportunity to share really important information about the daily routines expectations, and policies, easing any anxieties parents or children may have. Now, let's talk about some of your immediate priorities for a minute. One of the first things I prioritize is creating a warm and welcoming classroom environment. I carefully look at the space, I visualize each area, and I make sure that it flows well. Now, I'll talk more about this in episode 9, because I'm seriously obsessed with classroom layout. Then I organize the space, right? Making sure that it's conducive to learning, play, and exploration. I also try to create visual displays for all the areas, like displaying a classroom schedule, the learning center signs and rules, and displaying student artwork to make the environment visually engaging and exciting for children. Oh, And this will definitely get you bonus points with your admin for creating a print-rich environment. Oh yeah! Okay, so we've talked about what to do when you get your class list, but what about curriculum and lesson planning? These are two of some of the most important components when teaching. As a preschool teacher, I created a flexible curriculum that aligned with all the developmental needs of the children in my class. I carefully designed engaging activities and lessons that promoted their social-emotional learning, cognitive skills, language development, and their fine and gross motor skills. It's super important to remember that at this age, learning happens through play and hands-on experiences, so I made sure that my lessons reflected all of that. I know what you're thinking. Hold up, Shanti. No one said anything about me having to create any curriculum. They just said, here you go, this is what we're using, so what do I do with it? (laughs) I've got you, my friend. Believe it or not, this actually makes your job a whole lot easier. You just have to see it that way before you get overwhelmed about what is expected of you. Now, let me explain. If you're given a curriculum set with a pacing guide, a teacher's edition, back in the day we called them basils, and all the works... All you have to do is add what your teacher edition tells you to teach that day in your lesson plans. Here's a quick note. I've seen this so many times when I was grade level chair and I may even get in trouble for saying it, but I'm here for you. So here we go. Just because your teacher edition tells you to teach a Phonemic awareness lesson, a phonics lesson, a shape, a color, a number lesson, a comprehension lesson, and a vocabulary lesson all in one day does not mean you actually have to teach all of that in one day. The district may come and tell you what to do. And heck, your admin may even tell you the same, but it is your class. Those babies are your responsibility. You know them best and it is your job to teach them at their level and their pace and challenge them as needed. If you can only get through some of those lessons in a given day with your allotted time, then pick and choose the ones that are most important to your kiddos and teach those as best as you can. Seriously, don't let overwhelm get to you or get in the way of you planning fun and meaningful activities with your children because you'll end up teaching what you were told, being miserable, and your kiddos won't have any fun. Therefore, they will likely not consume the content the same way as if you would have taught it your way. I promise it'll all be worth it. Hey, toddler and preschool parents. Is the thought of kindergarten starting soon creeping up on you? Your kiddo is growing, and let's be real, it's coming pretty fast. Cue the tears. But don't worry, you're not alone. I've got gotcha. Let's turn that frown upside down and get really excited for what's coming. I'm launching a brand new workshop for toddler and preschool parents that will take you from panicking to prepared. In this workshop, you will learn how to design your ideal daily preschool routine, use simple materials you already have at home, decide what and how to teach your child, and create a personalized plan for getting your child ready for kindergarten. Go to shantymacias.com slash workshop to learn all about our Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten workshop. Now, cue the happy dance because we're so ready to do this with our kiddos together. Let's get back to our show. It's time for a little friendly advice from your fellow preschool consultant and teacher bestie. To all the teachers getting that class this soon, Embrace the uniqueness of each child and celebrate their individuality. I honestly wish there was more time to do this in the schedules, but make it a point to do it when you first meet them. Get to know them on a personal level. The bond you share will last a lifetime. Always maintain open lines of communication with parents. I used to have an open-door policy with mine and invite them to come and talk to me whenever my students were either not in class or or I was still physically at work. Update them regularly on their child's progress and involve them in their child's learning journey. Remember to be flexible and adaptable. Preschoolers thrive in an environment that allows them to explore and make their own choices. So be prepared to adjust your plans based on your kiddos' interests and needs. Oh, one last thing. Keep it simple. Your to-do list does not have to be three pages long. And you definitely don't need to spend an entire month preparing things at home for back to school. One to three tasks a day and prioritize. If you're still not sure what you need to do to get your class list, or maybe you need more help on simplifying or prioritizing your to-do list, send me a DM on Instagram at shanty.macias and let me know how I can help. That's all for now. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I love creating content to support you on your preschool journey. So if you enjoyed this episode, reach out to me on Instagram and let me know what resonated or any questions you may have. Let's keep the conversation going so we can support more preschool teachers and parents just like you. See you in the next episode.